start disappointing them early. Yeah, don't say go and get addicted to drugs though. I don't say go into alcoholism. I don't say go into any illegal activities. But when it comes to decisions, they're not life-threatening, not unethical, and not necessarily immoral to your values and standards. The more you wait, the more shocking it becomes when it gets done. About but they'll be so we... disappointed in me. Um, if I... yeah. <laughs> I'm living my life for myself, I guess. Hello, everyone. My name is Moya. Hi, my name is Tosa, and we're the host of Fees in a Podcast, where we have everyday conversations about navigating adulthood, prioritizing community, and wellness. Ready? Ready. Welcome back to another episode. Not gonna lie to you guys, we, we had we already started this before. <laughs> we had some technical difficulties. We we are rusty. We forgot how we usually do this. We literally recorded like the first, like the beginning, and my mic wasn't. <laughs> so I'm doing this take two. But okay. welcome back to another episode of Peace in a Podcast. This is episode 17, but season two of. Um, episode two of season two. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> there we go. Do your intro again. Uh, welcome <laughs> back, friends. Some of the like main points that we want to talk about today include just us, how our perspective has changed, and how um, how we started to own our individuality separate from our parents, yes. and what that started to look like. So maybe if moving to Canada affected it, we want to see how our parents influence our individuality because they do have influence, like what we see around us. And we mostly start seeing things from childhood mm. and our surroundings in childhood. Um, and how, you know, we struggle with how involved our parents are in our lives and are in our decisions and being adults and being on our our own individuals. So how do we manage all of that? How do we set healthy boundaries? Do we even set boundaries with them at all? And how do we communicate that? And like, I think one of the main questions today is like, why do we really look to please our parents with our choices? And why don't we sometimes? Because it do be like that. But uh, those are the meats and bones for today. (laughs) I'd say that all over again, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Don't worry. We'll get back into the groove of it. Um, We already gave me a little spill about how our week was. Mm. But for the sake of recording, I'll say it again. We're going to ask you again, Moyo. How was your week? Tell the people. So before I said it was emotional, so I'm saying it again. (laughs) It was very, um, my week has been very emotional. I just think. I'm just tired of feeling things sometimes. So if you guys know ways of how I cannot feel things, mm-hmm. let me know. Hit me up. Side Please don't interrupt. Side, side of my dreams and tell me like, guy, this is what I do. But yeah, I'm just tired of feeling a lot because I'm, I'm very, like I feel to the extreme and I'm like, I overthink a lot and like everything just, I just think of like the worst. Mm-hmm. I never think of the best. So I think that has really been, affecting my emotions my decisions and all of that um i'm also trying to have a hot girl summer and try to be outside and try to have as much fun as i can even with all the feels that i have um but yeah i think my week has been okay looking forward to like more things like my my parents are coming this summer so i'm like trying to look up this this episode maybe you have to replace they might have come more (laughs) (laughs) they might have come when we release the episode no you have to release and to remind yourself of how to own your individuality that is true yeah 
What about you? <laughs> um, my week has been okay. Um, I went to see Hamilton, which is really good. And You're welcome. If you know Moya, Moya loves Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. What did they? I'm so sorry, Moya. I'm sorry. You are chaotic. Um, Moya loves um. Hamilton. So I finally got to see with a friend of mine for her birthday, and it was really. I actually, there's not a lot of things I'm really I know like that I give props to, but oh. this one I do give props <laughs> to. Well, media wise, on your choice in TV. Shall out to be so. I mean, I do have trash TV. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sorry. But this, um, like, this play was amazing. This musical was amazing. Um, it was my friend's birthday, so we went to. We also went to dinner and went to like karaoke, Fun. which is really nice. Um, I'm still recovering from bronchitis, so please say a prayer to Ja that they should they should free my lungs from the shackles yeah. that is in. Um, because the I just I feel like I had allergies and then it just progressed because the weather, the air internal is for lack Garbage. of a better word, dog shit. Mm. And so yeah. <laughs> um That's true. it's just been affecting like my whole hand to ear, nose and throat. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and I'm also like part of like a thing at church, like we're doing spoken words and stuff. So I've been doing, joining them, like we practice and stuff like that. So that's been cool. But yeah, that's how my week has been. Not you know, I did, I did spoken words one time. You, know. you did spoken words. I've lived live, girl. <laughs> when did you do spoken words? Like, did you do Ashulik? I know. Ashulik is not that fun to do spoken words. <laughs> <laughs> um, my elective, I did voice and speech. So I did a spoken word about my daddy. <laughs> I see your father. <laughs> now that I think about him, like, I was so cute. I didn't cry. I shed a tear. They're like, wow, felt. I was so Wow. You have to go out your relationship. But I've done a bit, a bit of spoken word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm wow. so. What? And dancing. My lexes were so fun. Like, York is actually I know you did, fun. like, wasn't it African dancing or something that you No, did? totally did African drumming. Oh. Me, I did dancing for non-majors, and I was in, like, the ballet department. They what? Put, girl, I've lived life. get into it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. But, um, yeah. It's been, it's been, wow. The, this is new information to me. I'm a little shocked. You did dancing, spoken word, and acting. I'm that girl. I should be, like, in the arts. It's just that... Uh, We'll talk about it. The parents. <laughs> they we'll said no. They said no. Um, but yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so, so to dive into the conversation today, let's start off with like just understanding our perspective of things. So when, Tosan, when did you start to own your individuality separate from your parents? I think I'm still figuring out what that looks like for me. Um, because I want to say that I know exactly when I... Well, I think when it started was when I moved to Canada, but I don't really think there was any drastic change there. It was just more of distance. Yeah. And so with distance, they are not physically present in my life. Yeah. And so they only have access to what you tell. I, I tell them and what I give them. Um, so I think that's where my individuality started. But now, I think I'm still figuring out. I think it's a little bit more complex as a result of be, me being an elder daughter, and we have an episode that's mm. going to be coming out <laughs> in detail about the complexity of being an elder daughter and like elder daughter syndrome and stuff like that. Um, so I think I have, with being an elder daughter, um, 
I have gone through life with the mentality that my life is for the fa- satisfaction of my family and my parents. Yeah. Um, That's deep. Which is, which is something that I think my younger siblings have had the luxury of escaping. Um, because they're like, oh, this... Oh, and I don't think they did consciously. And like I said, I'll go deeper into this on that episode. Yeah. But it's almost like, well, we get to live our life because they have one child that's going to live their entire life for them. Damn. Um, wow. She's not a I'm just... <laughs> I'm hearing reminds me of that. Um, have you seen that Kevin video Hart? with Kevin Hart? <laughs> so damn. <laughs> You're 42 over today. Yeah. Um, so it almost like, yeah, I feel... And not that my parents have told me, mm. not that they've requested it from me, but it feels like I am the child that is responsible to give them that satisfaction mm. of what they want from a child or their lifelong dream or something like that. And they've never said that, so I don't want to put that on my, on my, um, on my parents, but it just has felt that way. Um, so yeah, I'm still figuring out what individuality looks like. I do think that I have developed some sort of like financial individuality and spiritual individuality, spiritual being very, very key because I feel like a lot of my spiritual journeys, and I think we're also having an um, an episode this season talking about, yeah, a lot of deep stuff this season. We're having an episode (sighs) this season where we're talking about our spiritual journey. And I think it was very, very attached to my parents for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do think that I have gained some spiritual individuality. Um, Mm -hmm. But I still think about majority of my life decisions as of now as a, oh God, 25 year old soon. Shit, man. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm old. That's um, good. That's a good thing, babes. But as a 25-year-old, I still feel like a lot of my life decisions, I'm always thinking, hmm, what will my parents think about this? Yeah. Or will they be disappointed by this? I'm not saying that my parents' imp- um, opinions don't matter because I do think my parents are pretty level-headed people and very wise people. Yeah. Um, but they shouldn't hold that much deciding force mm. in my life. And I think that's what I still struggle with. I think I'm in a space where I'm more confident with my voice, though. Um, like I'm more confident in saying, I don't like that. I'm more confident in saying, Moyo just had to talk me down from sharing my opinion. Just now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more confident in sharing my opinions. Um, my, my parents are always like, oh my God, this one will argue. If there's anything she's going to do, she's going to argue. And so like, I'm more confident in sharing my opinion, but I feel like sometimes it feels like just for sure because in the end, my life is still like, they hold so much deciding factor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but when do you think that you started your um, owning your own individuality and what does that look like for you? I think similarly to you, it's still in process mm. like we're still pending because of the distance and they can't necessarily see the true moyo mm. i think they have a perception of who they think do you think I it would am. be different if they were here and they lived 100 100 and i think how i would even like morph like the adult i would morph into would be different because mm. i think i would like not even have anything to hide but i would just want to do what they want i think with me it really started with like um, moving to Canada at a really young age because mm. in Nigeria, I left it to them to take care of me in every sort of way because Nigeria is scary sometimes, most times. And there's just a lot of like pressure mm. on to live in that country. So there was no way I was even looking at for any individuality. Like a lot of the time I'm like, oh, I want to go to my friend's house. I like to go and what? So I'll leave that to them. But 
when I had moved to Canada, I think there were some decisions that I started making that made me my own individual. Mm. Like when I went to university and I was like, I actually think accounting is not for me. I didn't like it just seemed boring to me and it seemed like the conventional path and I didn't want to take that and I was just like it's just not giving and that was a thing for them like a hard pill to swallow for them they're like why don't you want to just do accounting like you're not going to make more money in like this other field you want to con like want to pursue yeah but I had to like like for lack of a better word put my foot down and be like hey this is what I want to do and these are like these are people that have done it before me mm-hmm. like whenever I'm talking speaking with my parents I always have to bring backings and be like this person has done this research paper yeah exactly or just tell them as to why i don't want to do it and sometimes it doesn't make sense to them i think with my faith when i wanted to like go on a missions trip i also had to bring another research like oh this person has done it before and i also take my this is how i see my faith so there was a time where i was really like owning my faith and letting them know so i think that was that was confusing for them because they had never seen me in that light before. Mm. Um, so it was really important that like I explained the reasons as to why. And it also like showed in some of my values, like my societal values as well. Yeah. And so they were just very like, oh, I guess she's like really owning that part of, a, of mm. herself. And I think it wasn't anything that they didn't want. Like if I was like, oh, let's say... I was like, oh, I don't want to be in the faith anymore. I think they would be more like, no, you're not not going to be in the faith mm. type thing. Versus like, oh, this is something we already instilled in her in some yeah. sort of way growing up. And she's taking it to the next level. But same thing with university. It's like, it's not as if I said I want to drop out. Yeah. It's like, I just don't want to do this particular course. So I think as long as it's still in their it's like, still within the limit vibe. of mm-hmm. um, their own values. And exactly. They They're like, okay. But when I wanted to go to Aussie... Oh. My mm-hmm. mother had a fit. She <laughs> said, I don't understand what you're saying, my child. And again, I had to bring up backings, <clears throat> but they were like, but this person didn't go that far. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to Australia. And I was just like, I'm already in, you're in Nigeria and I'm in Canada and yeah. it's already far. Like, and Canada to, um, sorry, um, and Nigeria to Australia is also the same distance. Like they are both far anyway. Yeah. Why can't I just, they didn't just understand. So like your sister is not there, da, 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 da. But I was just like, this is what I want. And that was the first time I felt like my own self, like my own adult. I didn't have my friends where I would like feel comfortable in. And that's where I was like, oh, this is the life. What life am I really living in this world? And I think that's where like faith also started to become like something that I had questions about and started having questions about. But I think... Is like it's gone all over the place and it's still going all over the place mm. as I figure out myself. But yeah, yeah, that's interesting because it's also well, sometimes when you think about the decisions that you've made and you're like, oh, I stood my ground. Mm-hmm. Then you now realize that well, I did stand my ground, but they also allowed it because it was within the limits yeah. of what they want. Yeah. If I'd gone the opposite direction, they how would, would the friction have been worse? Yeah, and I ha- I never thought about that. Yeah. Um, but that's crazy. Do you think that you, as of this moment, um, you still struggle with managing your parents' like involvement in your adulthood or like in your life? Yeah, oh, I definitely struggle. Like, <laughs> even when my relationship with them is like long distance, like the dynamic is long distance, I still struggle with mm. like some thoughts of just like, oh, remember the job of who you are, like. 
Ah, my father that I say that in my ear, so I wish to give this to the voice. <laughs> but yeah, I still struggle for sure. And like, I think some of that would be, I think the main thing would be acceptance and beliefs. Mm-hmm. Acceptance in different forms. I think one would be like, in my outfits, in my appearance, if you've not listened to Body Image, go mm-hmm. listen to it. But with my parents, they're pretty conservative, conservative Yoruba parents. Um, and like they're very, in terms of conservative, like they don't really, you know, not like they don't allow me to wear shorts. But if I were to wear shorts, for example, they, they would give me a side, me eye. A side eye. <laughs> or flat out tell me and be like, oh, go wear long trousers. Instead of shorts. (laughs) Like they'll tell me and be like, oh, go wear like long pants or like cover up or da 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 da. And I am in my era of just like wearing whatever I want to and feeling free in it. So that's something that would be hard for them to take Mm -hmm. in if they were like living with me. Um, I think some of the choices that I make with my food choices are like seeing my parents tell me don't eat that and... In my head, I'm just like, I'm an adult. I should be able to make choices of what I want to eat and put in my body. Or like my skin, for example, if I'm breaking out, I'm aware that my skin is breaking out. Mm. I'm aware that I look a certain way or whatever. But it's just like, if they don't like it, then my head in my head I'm like oh I guess I don't like it or like I need to look a certain way yeah. um so I still struggle in terms of that and like some of my beliefs I think I'm pretty liberal um when it comes to like or sometimes moderate but when it comes to political b- beliefs I think I have different beliefs than they do um so it's really hard sometimes for us to have conversations mm. where if they are misogynistic in their thinking it's hard for for us to communicate because yeah. I'm like I, I like I don't understand and I know you're like well now in 60s late 50s but and no and I know that you've lived and understood this for the bulk of your life but it's wrong I really truly think some things they lived through is just like really wrong so I think it's hard to have a relationship when they just think some of my values are fundamentally wrong mm when it's so vastly different. Um, so, so those are some of the struggles that I have. Um, but yeah, what about you? Do you have any struggles? It's, it's a really weird question for me because my parents, um, it's hard to describe their involvement because my parents have never been the kind, like they're very opinionated, mm-hmm. but they've never been people to push. Like they have, parts of my life where they do it and parts of my life where they don't. Like, when it comes to, like, career, my parents have always been like, do what you want. Mm-hmm. Like, follow your dreams. If I told my parents today, like, they like you having a plan. Okay. But if I told my parents today, like, I don't want to have anything to do, do with healthcare. I want to become a full-time speaker. All my dad would want to know is, I need a physical plan on how this will be financially responsible. Mm-hmm. And if you can give them that, say, go ahead. Like, <laughs> In that area, they are very lax. And then there are certain areas where it's just like, how can you be so lax in some other things? And how can you be just so gra-gra in mm, others? Yeah. Um, one of that is in faith. Um, mm-hmm. So it's usually like when they say, oh, your friend's too involved, it's always hard because like I'm like, oh, compared to like most people around me, I think my parents are pretty chill. Yeah. But then when you think about the nitty-gritty, it's like they're still pretty involved people. Um. 
my mom is kind of a whatever makes you happy kind of person. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, um, as long as it's not unethical or immoral in her standards, um, she'll share her opinion. You can do with that opinion what you want. And as long as it's not something that's dangerous to your life or like hurting other people or against quote-unquote Christian values. Mm. She'll be like, cheers to you. It will. <laughs> really. Mm. And my mom is literally like, oh, I just want my kids to be happy. Um, and I think my dad is a little the same way, but my dad is also a little passive-aggressive. <laughs> In the sense of like, I don't think he's used to people disagreeing with him. Mm. It's not something that is just family and his yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, same, same with my dad. It's not something that's family and his lifestyle. So when I'm like... No, he's always like, what do you mean no? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. And that's a little, that can be a little difficult. It's not like they've never forced me to make a decision that has been so against like what I wanted to do. Yeah. But there are certain parts of my life where they're just like so involved or like lack, maybe not even involved, but lack boundaries. Like what just happened today with my dad giving my number to somebody. And I understand why he gave my number to the person. And I also understand that, like, the, the only way I could talk to the person is for the person to have my number, but not having a conversation with me first before yeah. deciding what to do with my personal information. Like, things like that. Yeah, It's just... Yeah, so I do think that there's still things that I struggle with with them when it comes to the involvement in my life. And I like I like that they like to be involved parents, but it's still it's still somehow. Yeah. Um, do you think like your how involved your parents are in your life affects your relationship with them and the kind of relationship you have with them? Hundred. It's just hard with like having a good and open relationship where vulnerability is allowed or where mm. thoughts are being shared without any backlash mm. or sense of judgment. Because another thing I don't like is feeling judged. Yeah. Like, I think you know that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think it definitely affects my relationship. I, I don't feel like I, like, um, come as my full self. Mm. And I think in relationships, I like to come as my full self. But it's going to be different. And I've accepted that with my parents. That can't be my full self with them. But yeah, what about you? Yeah, I think it's similar for me. Um, with my parents, I just pick my battles. <laughs> no, like, I've, I'm in that space where I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to pick my battles and see. Like, there's some things that I'm like, I'm, I can't give... If I keep giving energy. If you start fighting, you won't end. Like, you won't win. Yeah, and so, like, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to pick my battles. And I hate that because then it reduces my freedom of, like, expression with yeah. them. And, like, it makes me feel tired myself sometimes. There's sometimes mm-hmm. that, like, oh, I can feel myself getting ramped up <laughs> on the phone. I'm just like, deep breath, deep breath, deep breath, yep. deep breath, deep breath. And when you do that, there are sides of yourself or, like, sides of your opinions that you're keeping away from this person mm-hmm. and so it's not generally a whole relationship yeah um and I, I still think me and my parents are pretty close mm. but i feel like sometimes i'm just not in the mood to deal with other opinions or like disappointment or anything and so it also makes me sometimes like not want to even talk because i'm like i know if we talk it will lead to one and the other. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I just don't want to go down that path. Um, 
And I think I would love to be a little bit more open. Like if I got a tattoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if I got a tattoo and I'm like, oh, I actually really wanted this. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they react. Yeah, I found places where, you know, it's one show. <laughs> places that even if I change in front of my mom now, she won't see it. True. Maybe at the back of my ear. Ah, she will see it. Like in the really dark corner. There was the point of the tat. <sighs> and it's not like I want to get a tattoo, but I'm just like, there are certain things that I'm like, oh, if I ever wanted that, mm-hmm. I know that just not because I feel like they would change my mind, but just sometimes you don't want to deal with friction. Yeah. And then so you're just like, might as well shut my mouth up. Or if you're like dependent on them for anything. Yeah. Then that's even oh, that's worse because they worse. cut you. African parents, they will cut, they will you, cut off. you off. Snip, 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 snip. <laughs> like, they yeah. will cut you off. And I love my parents so much. And Moya, you can, you, yeah. you've seen my relationship with my parents. I do mm-hmm. think I'm pretty close to my parents, but African parents, well, I don't want to generalize, but a lot of African parents, mm-hmm. um, their love for their children is very conditional. Conditional. You do anyhow, they or you go against what they believe. Mm-hmm. You out. You out. And it's out like, of the family tree. It's actually so sad. Yeah. And it's so sad because then you have to sometimes just keep quiet and just allow that involvement and allow that control because you're like, I don't want to not be connected to my mm-hmm. family and be yeah. cut off from this place. But um, do you think it affects the kind of adult that like you're becoming and how you're navigating adult adulthood yourself? Yeah, because I, like, I always think that, like, at the back of my mind, I'm still like, my parents are pretty wise people. Yeah. And they are sound and reasonable most of the time. Mm. So maybe what they're saying is true. Like, they've lived life and they've seen a lot of things. They've seen hardship. They've seen, like, joys. They've seen a lot. So I'm just like, maybe they do know what they're saying. But then I stop myself. That's when I'm trying not to, like, appease them. But Mm. then I stop myself and I'm like, at the same time, as long as they've, as much as they've seen life, they also haven't seen it all. Like yeah. they haven't experienced um, internet, or like they did experience internet. Like we're both experiencing it together, and me more than them, right? Yeah. In certain aspects, um, and so yeah, like they've never experienced like social media creator as like a career. Yeah. So if, for example, I'm like, yeah, mom and dad, I want like. Mommy and daddy, that's how I'll call them. Not mom and dad. <laughs> but, like, I want to pursue this. This is something that, like, they need to be okay with and have trust in their, like, parenting skills. Yeah. Um, but I do think it affects how I navigate, like, my adulthood because I always think and I'm like, this is not going to please them. Or I have, like, certain moyo to certain people. Mm. Because I already have certain moyo to them. It's like, oh, maybe for this particular person... I can only show certain parts of me. Yeah. And so it makes me like a piece, like just please people yeah. as much as I can. But also it makes me truly want to have a space where I can fully be myself yeah. without holding back. But do you, like for you, do you think it affects um, how you navigate the world as an adult? I really agree with the part that like where you're talking about the wisdom our parents have. Mm-hmm. My parents are very, very intelligent people. My dad is so intelligent. My mom has so much wisdom. And so I'm always living in that fear of like, actually, what if I'm going the wrong way? She gets. <laughs> what if I should be living? 
I should be living the life that they're prescribing for me mm. because they are wise people. Um, and so that tussle of like, hmm, maybe you should listen to what your daddy said. Because once you make that mistake, you're like, oh, did, I not I, did I not tell you, Shebi, I told you. If you only did what X, Y, Z, if you... And you can hear it. Oh. And it's like, but then it also robs me of the ability to make my own mistakes and learn from my yeah. own mistakes. Um, and living in that fear of disappointing them is very, very limiting. Mm-hmm. Because, and also living with that fear of knowing that their love for you is conditional. Yeah. It's very, very limiting. It's like... It's scary. Sometimes I've received some... St- like, one of... I have my siblings have received some stinker emails like, oh... Will not talk to you again or not something emails. like that. And <laughs> it's like knowing that there's actually the love is not unconditional, mm. and there's actually a point that you will hit that they will choose to lose contact with you. Yeah, it's very, very, very scary. Yeah, especially because you're people that you love. Um, and so I feel like it affects my adulthood with like I'm always also second guessing anytime I have an opinion that's different from theirs. I'm always second guessing it because I'm like. What if they're right, yeah. actually? But then even if they're right, I should have the opportunity to learn. Yeah, go for um, it. As, as long as I'm not, doing, I'm not in any life or death situations, mm-hmm. I should have the opportunity to learn um, and grow myself. Yeah. But yeah. Parents, parents, parents. I feel like that's a very big theme for, for this season. Parental yeah. relationships. But before we continue to the episode, here's a mini ad break. Quick little break. Just a reminder. In case you forgot and you're just here enjoying our voices, (laughs) please, if you're listening, you might as well just subscribe. Yes, please. You might as well just follow. Come on now. It's not that difficult. If you're already here every two weeks, might as well. We're on Apple Podcast. Mm-hmm. We're on Spotify. Yep. Peace in the podcast. You see our beautiful faces on a green background. Yeah. We're also on Instagram. Um, I believe it's peace in the podcast dot, dot TM. TM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the day I will learn it <laughs> is the day that will be good coming, for all of us. Peace in the podcast dot TM. We're also on threads now, so you can really, really, really be communicating with us. You can also follow us on Twitter at peace in the pod underscore TM. TM. Okay, so in terms of just your parents' influence on your individuality, would you say you had a negative or positive influence? Do they did they have a negative or positive influence on it? Um, I don't think it is. I'm really really distracted by how pretty this guy looks right now. Oh, cute! But um, I don't think <laughs> it was negative. Um, I just think that sometimes your opinions are very very rigid and not comprehensive and that doesn't inherently make it negative um i feel like for example if i'm like oh i'm going on vacation i'm going to montreal i'm going to this i'm going to that my dad's looking at me like such or if i say i took the day off (laughs) it'd be like for what and i'll be like just to relax just for vibes and you'll be like, you so you're losing money just to relax. Like he's like, work, 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 And that's not necessarily bad because being hardworking makes you a little bit more um, financially stable and it allows you to at least try your best to stay ahead of the game. But resting 
is also very important. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not necessarily... Like, the opinions are not negative. It's just rigid and not comprehensive. Um, And so, like, sometimes... I think about like we used to go on summer, summer vacations as kids, and so it's so interesting when I hear the opinion of like, oh, I'm going to Montreal, and my dad is always like, oh, enjoy yourself and everything, and with that, he's not so much of like. My mom likes enjoyment. Let me start that with that. Mm-hmm. But my my dad, he's always like, he's not usually upset. If mm-hmm. it's like a vacation, but like if it's like oh, I just took a day off, mm-hmm. he's always so confused. He's yeah. like for what? <laughs> <laughs> um, or if like I'm going for concerts where mm-hmm. there's gonna be a lot of people, um, if my dad is here, if we are not home by se- like when he comes to visit for summer, if we are not home by seven p.m. Mm-hmm. or eight p.m., he's standing by the door. <laughs> Even how I view friendship or what I consider to be accomplishments in my adult life yeah. is very influenced by what they've told me is an accomplishment or what they've praised. So marriage, kids, promotions, the corporate ladder and stuff like yeah. that is like, oh, but me being able to work out every day or take, be able to afford like day off and afford vacations, um, those are all like accomplishments too. Um and it's not only what you have, and it's very, very influenced by like obviously patriarchy and like, and all these things. And so, in all that to say is some of the things that they have ingrained in my mind about what I'm supposed to look like as an adult or as an individual have been very rigid and not comprehensive. Mm. Um, okay. But what about you? I think for me, I would say it's not also. I think it's both positive and negative. Um, like there are pros and cons to each of them. But I would say how they've influenced me. They've influenced like most of my life, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think the main parts would be like if I had to bucket them, it would be like health and wellness, um, religion and like finance and just like ethics and principles of things, mm-hmm. and then my relationships. So for health and wellness i think my mom is like the health nut of my family mm. like she ensures that like my bestie not so <laughs> but she ensures that like you know because of like either illnesses in my family she ensures that everyone is as healthy as possible mm. we're like having checkups as much as we can she ensures that my dad is always you know all his meals, like she plans everything. She plans hers. She plans mine. Like everything in the household, she's like that decision maker. Mm. And so when moving to Canada, she didn't really have that influence over what I put in my body. I think that was like annoying for her mm-hmm. to kind of grapple with. Um, but in terms of how I approach eating, I think because of how I've seen how she's labeled food as like, that's bad for you and this is good for you. That is hard to shake off because it's not just me that, or like society that tells me that a burger is like bad for you. It's also my mother has said that. So it's just, it's very hard for me to not label food or see them as, or see, you know, food that is typically pleasurable as the enemy to mm-hmm. get. Um, so sometimes that's something that I'm trying to learn and just see food as fuel for my body. Um, and trying to see wellness as like, not just working out, but sometimes just taking a mental health day 
And as much as that sound very luxurious and just very like, wow, these people are so privileged, boy, it is a thing. Like, mm. I still don't take mental health. I don't even take sick days. I like my boss. I was, and I don't take sick days because of my parents. And so that's how wellness is really hard for me. Like, as much as I say I want to be well holistically, it's also like, I don't know when to draw the line of like, Moyo, you can't go to work today because you will literally crumble or you will not give you 100% at work. So because my parents, like, I barely missed a day of school if I was sick. Like, the only time I'd missed school that I vividly remember is when I had to be admitted in the hospital. Mm. And, like, that was when it was really bad. But if it's a day where I'm, like, struggling or, like, sneezing or anything, they're like, you can't sneeze in, the, in that work. <laughs> and you give it to, uh, sorry, sneeze at school and you give it to another kid. Mm. Like, you will always go. Like, it had to be life or death before they would take it seriously. And that's how I sort of approach wellness and my life and like health as well. Mm. And then with religion and finance, I think that one with just even work or employment or career, like sometimes I look at my life and I, I see how my parents just sort of left either the church or like my Christian high school mm. to really do the work in terms of like teaching me um christianity or teaching me faith like yeah. they didn't really say okay Moyo, let's read the bible together as mm. a family or as your mom or as your dad or whatever like i would go to school and people be like ah yeah we used to do morning devotion in our house i was like huh <laughs> is that a thing or i'd go to like my cousin's house and they would do like morning devotion it was so like foreign to me because i'm like what is this like mm. why are we not just sleeping so it was something they did by themselves because Again, that relationship with God was pretty transactional mm. and it was like their own. And it's like, I can't, I don't really have too many battles or things I'm really asking God for. It's like when you're older, you figure it out yourself. Mm. And even with finance, like they do it by themselves and they just sort of either leave someone to do the research for them. So when I find myself like navigating life, I try to like outsource things as much as I can. When it comes to financing, it's really hard for me to, or finances, it's hard for me to like pick up my phone and Google like, what do I need to do? What is like interest rate? What is X, Y, Z? Um, Cause I just like, oh, is there like a mortgage broker? Is there someone I can outsource it to? Because that's that what would do, Because that's what I've learned. Like they have like an accountant with work, like with their finances. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, well, this is what my parents have done. And with religion, it's like, well, we have this pastor that prays for us before we go on a flight versus like them praying for themselves. Mm. So it's very much how I sort of approach life now. Mm. Um, and I think with relationships, they, they've had relationships where, you know, they're from a polygamous, they're both from polygamous families. So it's very... Like we're close to a couple, but not everybody. Mm. So um, family is like you hurt me, you get cut out. Mm. Or like we distance, we are family, but we keep an arm's length. Mm. Um, and even friends as well, like friends is just like for big things or weddings or um, funerals or um, celebratory moments, but not like day-to-day -day living. Yeah. And for me, it's so different because how I see my friends is like, if you don't know this about my life, are you my friend? It's actually interesting because... I, my parents are the same. They see friendships so differently. Yeah. So I think for me, I'm very glad that like how I see friendship is very different. But how I see family for sure is still like same. arm's length type thing. Mm. And even with them, it's like arm's length. Um, and I think it would have been different if 
we didn't have the distance between us. I think maybe our friendship, like maybe we would have had a friendship in our family. Do you get like yeah. we could I could be friends with like my mom, not just like a mother daughter relationship. Yeah. Um but yeah, that that's me. So I would not really say negative, but I definitely think there's been an influence and it's been like they are positive to it and they're also like it has a negative side. And so what I find very interesting because is we can sit down and discuss oh, this is how they influenced us and this is what about their life that um, has influenced our life and this is these are things about their lives that I don't want to replicate and I know it's wrong or it's, I don't want to, not necessarily wrong, but this is not something that I desire for my own life. You can sit with that information and in, in the end still make decisions to please them. Mm-hmm. And so why do you think that we have that innate... <laughs> I don't want to say innate because I don't think it's innate. Um, but why do you think we have that need to want to please our parents with the life that we choose to live? And how do you now communicate and maintain healthy boundaries, moving away from that, being able to own your individuality um, and being able to own your own identity, although taking in their opinions, but maintaining that boundary and separating both of them? In all honesty, I personally think... I don't have boundaries with my parents just yet mm. or set boundaries, just like explicitly bound, explicit boundaries for them to follow or maintain. Because again, our dynamic is so different because they're not living with me. They don't know the day to day. So it's hard to place boundaries for people where you don't know they might cross or how yeah. they could affect you. And there are some things, don't get me wrong, there are some things that they've definitely crossed, but I just don't know how to navigate that um, myself because I don't want issues. Because <laughs> yeah. there are some things that I would definitely love I could that could like help our relationship, but I just don't have the vim to want to communicate it because I don't... Just I just, I'm like, there are, there are higher things to worry about right now um, that I want to prioritize. But I think why I want to please my parents so much is because of, because they're my parents, mm. unfortunately. Like, like that, my, that's my reason. Like, I don't have a good enough reason. Yeah. It's just because... And I think that's a... These people... It is a good enough reason. Yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> it's just like, these people gave birth to me. Yes. They've put in so much, like, Sacrifices. my parents... You know how there are some people that, like, they're rich and, mm. like, it's old money. Like, yeah. there's no old money in my family. Yeah. Like, both my parents don't come from anything. Yeah. They come from a lot of pain and hardship and, like, just a lot of trials and tribulations. So, yeah. in my head, I'm like, no, I have to... Like, I'm their success story, and yeah. I have to at least honor that and honor them by ensuring that they're happy. Yeah. And it's almost like, how do I how do I navigate, you know, honoring them, honoring their wants for my life, but also trying to be my own person and doing what I want to do. So it's really hard to like balance both of them because it's like, if I don't do certain things, it's just any disappointment in them. And that would really hurt me. Like me disappointing them. I don't think like in my family, I'm, I don't disappoint them. Like, I don't know what it's like to disappoint them. Because ordinary small thing, when I was a kid, like, if my dad's like, oh, I'm very, I'll just start crying. <laughs> so I can't imagine as, like, an adult yeah. where he tells me, 
oh, your choice or like your decision is very disappointing. And and I assume that's not just a small, trivial, um, you know, um, decision in my life that he yeah. could be disappointed in. So I think it's just because they're my parents and I want to really honor like what they want their legacy to look like. But I also think it's unfair because it's like, who am I to think that me giving birth to children, I'm able to let, like, because if I have kids, I don't want to also put that like burden on them that they have to carry on whatever legacy or like do no. X, Y, Z. So it's really hard. I, I don't know. And I don't, because again, because of dynamic, dynamic of our relationship, I don't necessarily put boundaries out there. Yeah, I've tried in the past. It's led to tears. It's led to fights. It's led to a lot of we end emotions. Jigged. <laughs> so it's just like, let me not just deal with it. Let me just ignore it mm. as far as much as I can. So that's how I see it, unfortunately. But yeah, how about you? I definitely agree with you. Like, my per- no hold money in our family. Mm. No generational. There's not a lot of money. There's not a lot. No I, uh, I don't even know if that one is old, but it's a lot of dollars. <laughs> lot we of don't dollars. have that either. Uh, we don't have that. So, like, when you look at how hard your parents have worked to give you the, life, the yeah. life that you have, you feel like, of course, I should owe my life to them. Mm. And I do somewhat owe my life to them. Yeah. Because, like, I will have nothing. Yeah, if they didn't make the sacrifices that they made. It's almost like guilt of like either yeah. surviving the life that you could have had, surviving yeah. so many things, and it's like, yeah, sorry. Yeah, to you. and so like yeah, that guilt is enough to make you feel like you know what? Well, let me just live the life that they want me because they have given me this life. Mm-hmm. And so finding that boundary, I also think it's very cultural. Yeah. Um, African parents not like you get laid last of honor your father, your mother. Eh? Is that not <laughs> command five? I'm not sure. That like it's a very cultural thing to like to respect your parents and to respect their opinions. Um but I think with taking that into consideration and still being grateful for the life that you have, it is not an excuse for someone to control it's not a mm. it's not an excuse for control it's not an excuse for abuse it's not an excuse for abuse of power yeah um now when it comes to boundaries i have one major advice for everybody Tell us. and everybody in my life knows this Tell us. start disappointing them early mm. the earlier you start the better it is for you and when i say start disappointing them earlier i don't say go I get addicted to drugs. I don't say go into alcoholism. I don't say go into any illegal activities. But when it comes to decisions, they're not life-threatening, not unethical, and not necessarily immoral to your values and standards. Mm -hmm. The more you wait, the more shocking it becomes when it gets done. And so, for example, I can think of when I first got my piercing. Mm-hmm. Mm. I talked about piercing for a while and I remember my mom was like no don't get a piercing don't get a piercing I was like uh, there's some point she was like oh if you get it I'll be so upset blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> and one day I got it and what did you and she was like oh no I can't believe it like the f- initial action mm-hmm. is usually like comes with big shock and then yeah. when they realize that ah he didn't kill them mm. <laughs> Nobody died? Nah. 
My soul did not change. My heart did not change. And so when I got my second piercing, they said, oh, I... It's not that oh, let me see it. Oh, it looks cute. <laughs> no, but... Once you give the initial shock, sometimes you just have to be like, now gauge your family situation. Yeah, I was just going to say, like... Gauge, you should also be able to know your parents, like... How far you can push your parents. But you don't know until you are pushing them. No, see, but that's something you have to start with the small things. That you know that, okay, this one is going to be a little nudge. Because when I got my, when my dad saw my piercing, it was like... Oh, yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. So... But did it die? It didn't. And now, can it... How many times do your piercing comes up come up in conversation? Because they are not here to keep saying it or reminding <laughs> them. That's what I'm saying. Like if they were here, I think he would definitely put his foot down and be like, no, take it out. Because he did tell me to take it out. And I said no. And I remember your legs are shaking. Jeez, I ran away. I literally <laughs> ran away. So physically. <laughs> I physically ran away. Oh, and I was like, please oh, I cannot do I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, my dad is really tall, so it was it's scary but i don't know i feel like you know you mentioned something about like as long as it's not harming anyone or if it's not immoral to your values i think the problem they have the reason why they have a problem with is because it's immoral to their values Mm. and to their culture and to their beliefs because if i think it's not immoral to me and my personhood or like my values they might still it might still make them you know go gaga so that's why i think they can like definitely call people off because they don't agree and that's what i'm saying that like i feel like no more you can definitely gauge something like yes your dad be upset and you'll be screaming i feel like sometimes in your family you can gauge what's going to send somebody over the edge like your dad is going to complain about a piercing but he's not going to be like more if you don't take this piercing out i'm never speaking to you again i'm not going to end my father's laundry here but like i like I don't know how to explain it. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I don't know yeah, if yeah, yeah, yeah. that like, you have to do things within caution and like start slowly. And I'm telling you, you'd be surprised the amount of things that they will have opinions about. But they'll be and so they will... disappointed in me. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm living my life for myself, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, like so that's what I'm saying. Like you have to start with small things and just be like, the earlier you disappoint them, the more they get used to it. The, have you ever met like a kid? That has, like, and I don't want not to air my own family mm. out, but there are things that I shiver to do in my life. Mm-hmm. And my younger sisters, they would do it in a heartbeat. Wow. Because they've been doing it from start. Mm. And I remember talking about outfits. Like, there are some outfits that, like, my parents would have said, like, oh, we're too short, we're too short, we're too short. Mm-hmm. And my sisters have, both my sisters love, like, very, very, I'm not saying very, very short outfits, but what, something that's not considered to my parents' religious standards. Mm-hmm. Um, and so me, I was just like, okay, I'll be the mother's kid. <laughs> and my parents have watched my sisters, like, not care and just dress mm-hmm. how they want to dress. And they complain and complain and complain and complain and complain to this one day just stopped they were just complaining. And then, was it not last week? You were here <laughs> with me. I was talking to my parents and I was wearing a short skirt. I was like, oh, that looks cute. I was like, what? <laughs> so I could have done this from the start. Wow. 
And so, like, I'm like, there's some things that, like, if it's not life or death situation, it's not something that is too, like, when it starts to involve, like, core, core, core beliefs and politics, it can get very tricky. But there's some things that they just have minute opinions about that really doesn't really change anybody's life. Once you just disappoint them, early, they forget, they will, deal, they will be upset, but they'll deal with it. <sighs> and so that's me. Um, and also, not only communicating your boundaries, but enforcing those boundaries. Those boundaries should sh- mm. come with consequences. Mm-hmm. If you're like, oh, okay, every time I tell you about my relationships, or every time I t- tell you about the events and summer events I'm going to, you have one or two things to say. Mm-hmm. The consequence is that I will stop telling you. Mm. You will lose access into parts of my life. Like, you can't just say a boundary and say, oh, I, I really want you to stop doing this. I have no consequence because then it gives us the, gives us the vibe that, like, this boundary is loose and we can test it. Yeah. And so your boundary should come with consequences. Protect yourself. Like, if you're like, oh, every time I tell them this, they want to fight, stop telling. Mm. Yeah, 100. Stop telling. It will not kill them. And if they find out by mistake, you'll be like, this is the reason why I don't tell you. This is how you behave. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. just stop telling. You have to create consequences. Um, and if it's so toxic that they're going to curse at you, they're going to like start hitting you just because they don't agree with your lifestyle, create distance. Unfortunately. And I think... Mm-hmm. that's very hard. That's very hard. But then your safety comes first. It's easier said than done. Very easy said than done. Um, but you have to create distance because, like, if you're going to get hurt, um, your safety is more important. Not necessarily that you're not going to focus on how trying to build that relationship, but create, make sure you're safe first. Yeah. And then all of that can follow if you try. I agree. And there are sometimes that unfortunately in the end it's gonna be the way it is like their parents are not gonna change and that's quite unfortunate yes and that's quite unfortunate and you would just have to unfortunately live with that like knowing that you've tried your best and they are not willing to make the sacrifices or they're not willing to grow with you and grow with your individuality and all these things but Mm. yeah those are my juicy tips. Well, that's um, just the way you, it is. Oh, this one, melt, melt, melt. Mm? If you ask me how many of them that I really do do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess in there, one step at a time. But yeah. that's come to the end of the episode. Yeah. If you enjoy this episode, please follow, please subscribe. Um, and yeah, share with people. Um, where can they find us though? You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at Peace in a Podcast. Please don't forget to follow and subscribe. You can find us on Instagram at Peace in a Podcast.tm. You can find us on Twitter at Peace in a Pod underscore TM. Don't forget to share the episode as always. It's always great chatting with you guys. Um, and yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. Peace out. Love and light. Bye.